what is it in your life that you can find experiences every single day? This is the warrior path showing up every day. It's not like when I go to the DMV next time I buy a car in 10 years, I'll have a better experience. No, what can you do today that's challenging you that you can actually embrace and, and wrap your arms around so that you begin to change this relationship with every resistance and belief system that you've created around that, let's call it stimulus. Doesn't DMV, swimming in the ocean, uh, buying a new car, it doesn't matter. It's like, what is that unknown or uh, unfamiliarity that you have and how can you work through it so that you can get to the other side so that nothing shakes your boat. Nothing rattles it. Nothing. Welcome back, you guys, to The O Show. This is the Yogi Triathlete Podcast. And once a month, Beej and I come together in our home. We put this out into the world, audio and video on our YouTube page. Uh, so check it out. This is the place where we share openly and honestly about this rich itinerary of life, which we're just coming off like a really rich stew of life, a week of loss, a week of... Um, celebration, a week of fun, a week of uh, saying goodbye, a week of shock. Like a lot of things happen this weekend uh, or week, this, a lot of change, um, which depending on who you are in this world, like you're going to roll through that differently. And I think as a couple, um, it's important to understand that like the way that I move th through things is not the way that BJ moves through things and the way that he moves through things is not the way that I move through things. And so giving people space, right? This could be your coworker, this could be your kids, this could be your spouse, your partner, your teammate, whatever. Giving people space to have their process. Uh, so it's been an exciting week for me looking back at um, this week just being evidence of all the work I've done over the past decade and um, perhaps having some of the most fun that I've had in a long time as well amidst all of these different waves of, of life that have come in. Um, so we're going to dive into what I'm talking about. But first, I just want to give a shout out to our podcast producer, John. Um, he's awesome. And if you guys like the sound of this or you're liking um, the video that he's doing for us, uh, it's such a tiny little fraction of what he does. He really loves to do video and creation. And I just want to give John a shout out if anybody is starting a podcast and they're looking for a producer or they want to do videos and they're looking for somebody to help them out. Um, he's at Bears Records, B-A-R-E-S Records. Uh, and you can always reach out to us to uh, have us make an intro. But thank you, John. I'm looking into the camera right now. Thank you, John. Uh, for all that you do to help us sound good, you know, um, we do remote podcasts now and and that's such an art of letting go because you never know how the headphones are going to be of the guest or whatever. But I promise you, John works his magic every week. And so uh, I hope that we're bringing you guys clarity of message through clarity of sound. Yeah. So how do we sound? Let us know. Yeah. How we sound. Uh, any shout outs you want to do, Beach? Welcome to the show, Beach. Yeah, because it's good to be here. I think just, I just let you talk because I just want you to see where the inspiration comes as to where we're going to be diving into. And this whole week, let's call it a week. And it, I was just thinking back, it started with Malibu. Like, let's go back to Malibu and that amazing adventure last Saturday where you raced. Um, and we got to watch excellence racing. And then this whole week, just like, wow, we just got served up 
a delicious uh, opportunity to uh, take a temperature gauge uh, of where we're at. Yeah, and like what's still activated within. Yeah, and none of it is right or wrong. And it's not a competition. It's understanding that you're at this level and and, and um, this point on the journey, and I'm at, a, at this level and a different point of this journey. Um, so we see things a little bit differently, but it, yeah, I love that we can just allow for us to have each other's experience. Although, yeah, I get, do get caught up in the stuff. I, I, I feel that. But I also feel uh, that this is much further along than I have been ever in my life, uh, in this life. And uh, yeah, I, I... So dive in. To the experience? Yeah. That we had? Well... People are like, oh my God. What I get, Oh my God. Another <laughs> reference from friends from college. Why isn't he telling us why? They keep talking about this thing and this week that they had, but they're not telling us what happened. If you haven't watched Friends from College, it's if you really... are a fan of good writing and character development, please... Check it out. Please give us somebody else to talk to about this show <laughs> other than just BJ and I. <sighs> it's on Netflix. I think we talk about, yeah, we could talk about friends from college so much. I feel like it's a reference like Seinfeld and, uh, and Kirby Enthusiasm. I feel like we're going to be referencing friends from college. Two seasons, what, like eight episodes or 10 episodes, something like that. All right, so what happened? Where do we start? Uh, Sunday. And you, do we just want to dive in? Yeah, dive yeah. in. So day after Malibu, we had just come back from two big road trips. Right, St. George, and then the following weekend was Malibu. You're right. Yeah, so we stayed at, overnight in uh, just uh, Venice Beach, south of Manchester, Santa Monica. Had an amazing experience in, in Malibu, and we're coming off of that. We got back around 7 o'clock at night next day. What were we doing in Malibu? We were um, there for the race, the Malibu Triathlon, where you raced the Olympic distance. And, and Emma raced her first triathlon ever. Team a, Yogi triathlete athlete. Yeah. And she's gearing up for Oceanside, her first 70.3 in about three weeks here. So yeah, we, I was up, well, Clark and I were up there supporting you and uh, you were racing. And then we watched Super League, which was super exhilarating. This is something we've been watching for a few years now and to see it firsthand. I mean, when we, you said you were going to, race it we're like and then Malibu announced it was the world championship or the season ending championship for Super League we had to stick around I mean just had to and the format was super cool it was swim bike run four minutes rest swim bike run four minutes rest swim bike run so the women went first men went second and it took about an hour or so a little over an hour for the whole thing and but it was super cool it's super, just the vibration was awesome. So we did that on Saturday, headed home. And then Sunday, sort of a recovery day. We sort of chilled and kind of hibernated a little bit and regrouped. And then we decided to go for a swim, right? Went up to the pool, get the body moving, do some active recovery. You were feeling great um, after the race. And on the way home, and we're driving home on the side streets that we drive all the time. Went through, um, well, stopped at the stop sign and then continued to proceed. <laughs> <laughs> and out from 
an alleyway comes a uh, Jeep Wrangler that uh, went right into the side of our little Honda Fit, our little tiny Honda Fit, the Yogi Tri vehicle. Um, and as Jess explains, and I'm sure she'll go into it, uh, the hand of God <laughs> came down and uh, put his uh, hand in between where the Jeep and Jess was and sort of um, buffered the exchange of energy. Uh, and so the hit wasn't extremely powerful, but it was enough to put some damage on the driver, uh, the passenger side door and the back door and the front fender there. Um, but we were fine. We were totally fine. We walked out of the car okay. Um, and that is a gift, right? This is, this is, this is our karma. We just, we were talking with Bob about it. Like, this is our karma. We were there to, um, to work it out. And the person that hit us, you know, got out of the car was, I would say, a hundred times more distraught and upset about the situation than either just or I was, but we were there to be that calming voice, to be that comfort and to say, everything's fine. We're, we're all safe. Everybody's good. We're, we're, we're fine. You're fine. We're fine. Everything is okay. Uh, now let's do the, the due diligence, like the things, the necessary things, call the police and, and do all of that. But through it all, I felt really calm. I don't know if you were calm throughout that, that, that experience. Yeah, I was unfazed. I just felt unfazed. Totally unfazed. <laughs> he was very upset. He was a nice young man um, in his 20s. He was going to pick up his boyfriend at the airport, and he was driving his boyfriend's car. Um, and um, But he was just, he was so, he was concerned about us. He wanted to make sure we were okay, but he was so caught up in the story about how he had such a bad weekend, and this is like the worst thing, and like what a way to cap it off. And, and, um, yeah, I just felt really unfazed by it. And, you know, we were like, okay, let's all just take a breath. Like, let's, let's, what's the truth of this? Everybody's fine. Like, this is not a big deal. And, um, and I said, listen, he was so upset. He was like, it was all my fault. Oh my God. I can't, I wasn't even looking. And, and I was like, listen, we are the best people to drive your car into the side of our car. Like you, you got the best people to do this to. It's, we're fine. Um, but yeah, to, to go back to what BJ said, you know, when it happened, I just heard BJ go, whoa. And I looked to, I just kind of gazed to my right and all I saw was this black grill, like the front of a car and um, felt nothing, absolutely nothing. Like there was definitely some energetic buffer there were, I didn't even get, my body didn't even get jolted. Like I was in this, I felt this countless times in my life. It's never more so than, you know, the last decade of just absolute protection, like just unreasonable amounts of protection. And that was just another one of those experiences. It doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, I felt pretty unfazed. Yeah, I, I think it could have been so much more. And it actually got me to think, like, when was the last time we were actually in, you know, going into the mind, going into the past? Like, when was the last time we actually, you know, were in an accident? And um, I was in one a long, long time ago in high school. Um, and that was more traumatic than this, for sure. 
um, totally in that car. But yeah, I, th- I think I think these experiences are are served up to us to to see how we navigate them. And I know back to what we were just talking about, different levels, like because this is just the start of the week, right? This is just the start of what happened. So then. Well, we were kind of like standing there in the side of the road. Literally, I had like a towel on and a, I was, it was a little chilly. It was overcast that day. My hair was wet from the pool. And, um, but we were just like, okay, like, let's see what unfolds from here. You know, like, whoa, like a door is, a new door is opening. Like we didn't expect this. So let's go down this without resistance and let's just see what happens. Yeah. And this is just like, oh, it's just another hand in the game of life. So let's, let's play it as well as we possibly can. And let's notice what we're tuning to throughout and let's notice what's activated within us. And there was no blame. There was no fear. I had no fear. Um, I had no discomfort around this not resolving well. Yeah, it was cool to see that, right? So life is always gonna give you reference points your whole day, every day, your whole life, you're going to get opportunities to see what frequency you're tuning to, the people around you, how you feel. But really the most important thing is how you feel about the people around you, how you feel about the guy pulling out and driving into the side of your car, how you feel about the unknown of what's going to happen next. That's really what's showing you what what radio station you're tuned into. And know that you're in charge of those controls. Yeah. It's how you react. Like we could have been so attached to the car that we were like, you damaged our car that we, you know, that we traveled across the country in and and now it'll never be the same. And like, we, we don't have time for this. Like we're busy people, but that never, that never like even crossed my mind. It, it was just all. That's a stretch. Like to kind of be like, well, what are other perspectives we could have had? We could have been in blame. We could have been in complaint. Right, yeah. We could have been in fear. Anger. We could have been in anger. We could have been in all those things. Um, so it's interesting to look at those and then where we're sitting right now and knowing that this is a product of the work that we do every single day. So, so what happens go after on, that? Go on, storyteller. <laughs> go on. So we, yeah, we go home and uh, then Monday comes and I had this uh well, we start going through the process of filing the claim with their insurance agency and go through all the, that process. And so we get a rental car. And starting with the guy who took the claim, like super awesome dude. Like just a, the guy that I filed the claim with oh, on right. Sunday yes. night. Like yes, yes, just yes. a series yes. of amazing people who continued to roll out for us through a process that you could have gone into being like, this is such a hassle, but that's what you're going to be met with on the other end. Yeah, so like attracts like. Right, bring in so we had this energy. super awesome dude because <laughs> right. I was like, uh, we weren't really good about what to do with the scene of the accident and he's like, no, that's good. Like, you don't want to be good at that. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't have to do this again. You don't want to have to know how to do this because we're Googling like, yeah. now in an accident, now what? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was funny. We always, we were met throughout this whole process with um, customer service people that were just like, we don't want to see you again. Like you shouldn't know how to do this stuff. That's what we're here for. We will take care of this, which opens up the opportunity for trust. You're going to see this theme throughout the story of just trusting 
things that are out of our control. We think we have control over some of the things. And trust in the man. Like we were trusting the man, right? Yeah. This whole process called insurance, like it's just, it's mind blowing when you have it in a firsthand experience of just how it, like how the logic is uh, dispersed. So yeah, Monday came and we're supposed to get a rental car while they assess the damage to our car. And I had this thought, I think it was Monday. I think it was pretty early yeah. on. I had this. I just had this thought pop into my awareness that that, uh, and it's not what I was hoping for, but um, that the car was totaled and that it wouldn't be repairable, and that they were going to give us a new car. Had this thought, and let me backtrack. For the past, I would say, two years almost. You know, I I really have been having a um a curious relationship with the uh, manual shifting of the car. <laughs> so the, you know, using the stick shift. Um, I don't know why. It just has been work that I've had to, it's karma that I have. And I was just like, I really want to get back to an automatic. And then the second piece of this was I just, this letting go of the dark, letting go of the, the dark clothes that I wear. And let's face it, I got rid of my dark puffy and that was a big, big, up level in my life, and now I've got this beautiful amber, bright, gold-colored um, puffy, which is so amazing. So, getting rid of the dark, and our car is black. So now we need—I just really wanted a white car. Like I want a beam light. I just want to be the light as much as I can um, and shine through the darkness. So, automatic and white car, and that thought came to me like, we're going to get a new car. We're going to get a new car. I don't know why this is coming to me. It just came into my awareness. So we go pick up the rental car. And since they didn't have our reservation. But you made a declaration. You were like, because I walked in, I was out on the patio yeah, working and I came in and you were like, we're going to get a new car. We're going to get a white car and I'm going to manifest it. And I was like, go for <laughs> it. Like, whoa, that didn't enter my awareness at all. But I loved how you just were like, I'm going to manifest this. Like, and I was like, man, go manifest it. Yeah. Which is usually the other way around. Right. Would you say? Yeah. But like it was so our, nice to see you be like, no, I'm going to claim this manifestation. Yeah, this I was I'm, like, okay, go for it. Like, but I don't think you even had an idea that I was working on this five speed black car karma, like trying to get no. on the other side of that. That's something that's been going on in my mind. Hmm. So. There you go. Shared something. But so how new. did you do you want to go into how you how you began to move the energy in that manifestation? Let's talk about the manifestation. So you can't just say like, oh, I'm gonna manifest it and then that's it. You gotta take action. So yeah. what action did you take to manifest? Well, in meditation, well, in meditation, I would start thinking about the white car. I'd see myself in the white car, I'd see the white car parked out front. I would see us going to a race in the white car. I would see me actually shifting the gear once and stopping in traffic and being able to just use the brake pedal and not have to use the the sh- the, uh, the clutch. Uh, so I would see these things. The other thing was I just started to see white cars around. Like I was looking for white cars. And then I noticed on the highway and in our parking lot and just on our streets when I would walk around or run around, there's a lot of white cars. Then I started getting curious about what type of white car. And then I got online and started to look at what are popular white cars? What are uh, sporty white cars? Uh, and what's available? Then you take it to the next step, like what's available in the area of a white car? And so that's how I 
started down this path. It's just bringing it into my awareness. And I didn't have, I know I'm fast forwarding, but I didn't have any remorse about the black car that we spent five years in, you know, traveling across the country and all these adventures we had until you had an experience when it was being towed away. So we'll, we'll get to that, but that's the only um, pull that I had. So during this whole manifestation, my point is, I was really focused on what I wanted. So I was all into what I wanted, which is something that's not new, but I wouldn't say I've had an abundance of experience with it. Would you say that what was new about it is the full allowing of you to get what you want. Not being like, well... Yeah, yeah. I would say that's true. And that I realized I wasn't attached. I realized, here's the, the beauty of um, the law of attraction, right? Like, once you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. So I'm driving a car that I don't want anymore. Whether I was intending for it or keeping it quiet because you didn't know about it. But I was thinking about the car I didn't want. I'm driving the car I didn't want or the, the type of system I didn't want, which then opened up the gates to what do I want? So that contrast was like... And you have to take the action down that road of what you do want. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to follow that. So that's something that's changed too, right? Taking action. We talked about awareness. You can't stop there. You have to keep going. Mm-hmm. So then Monday we show up at the car rental place and no, I think it was Tuesday or Tuesday. So we're now we're now forty eight hours basically without a car. Another opportunity to be a victim to the system, but instead, we as we have been accustomed to having one car for so long, um. We were like, well, we could ride our bike to the pool if we really want to get to the pool, but we can walk everywhere. And, you know, so again, another opportunity to be like, what's going on with progressive? But we were just like, it's all unfolding. Let's take this time of quietness from the insurance company. You took it to manifest. I took it to work on a project I'm working on. And then Tuesday, we go, you hear about the $40 a day that we are now going to get for yeah. a rental car. Yeah. For up to $40. Which day. we were like so grateful for. Right. So you think we're picking up like a Yaris. Yeah, cuz you fill out the thing online and you're like, yeah, they Or Fiesta. Whatever. They they make it so easy. They're like, here here's your two options. They're $39.88. There's two options and then there's the rest yeah. of the cars that you can pay extra cuz of course, you can use that $40 and then pay for a rental car the 10 or 15 or 30 or whatever dollars more. So that you're getting a better car. We were just so grateful. We were like, this is amazing. I'm like, oh, we get a Ford Fiesta? Like, I've rented Ford. I love those cars. Like, that's great. Like, so being okay with what is. Being or, excited about yeah. what, what is, yeah. right? Gratitude. And then I walked in, you were outside, and because the reservation came in later, they didn't have one actually. They they just had the inquiry that they didn't have a car for us. Universe so we, did not deliver the reservation no. for the forty dollar car. No. So we have two options. This is funny. <laughs> the, the Mustang, convertible, right? Convertible Mustang or the, uh, the Jaguar SUV. And I quickly just acted on it and I was like, I'll take the Jaguar SUV. 
but it's going to cost you an additional, you know, twelve or fifteen dollars a day. Uh, oh no, it'll be for one day, and then when we get the rental car returns in the next day, you'll we'll be able to, you know, exchange. So for one day, we drove this Jaguar SUV. It was actually more than a day. Like they said, we had to have it back, but then. Oh, we had that full day. As then long they as gave we made us. The then they gave us right. more time. <laughs> right. And so, wh- how did you receive that message from like the universe? Like we're we're worthy of of driving a Jaguar. Like you shouldn't be surprised that you're in a Jaguar SUV. You shouldn't be surprised that you're just picking it up and you're going to drive to do the things you normally do: go to the pool, meet Daniel, go do a swim, go to the grocery store. Like all the things. Um, that you do, but you can do it in many different ways. And this just so happened to be with a Jaguar, right? And then you drove it. What did you think about it? Yeah, for me, it was a reminder to have fun. I, for me, it was a message of like, have fun with us. And I've been talking about that and sharing that with people, especially around manifestation, which is interesting because last month in Awake Athlete, it was the messages that were coming through me were about manifestation. And that manifestation is a gift that we get from the universe to ensure that we have fun along the way. Um, We're taking life way too seriously. We really, really are. Uh, And it's just a mindset shift. It's when you're feeling that seriousness, the pressure, um, the stress, things like that. Know that that's, that's a gift. Feeling that pressure, feeling that constriction is a gift to remind you that, oh, I might be taking this a little too seriously. And having more fun with life. And so for me, that was the message. Like, have fun with this. And also, do it with a humble heart. Yeah, right. You can't be like, yeah, now the game on, right? But I, I, d- I did a little game on, I own the road. I definitely saw like the level of what the speakers could go up to, roll down the windows. I was like, whoa, it's got a double sunroof. Like, let's get this thing open. And I was on the phone with my brother who um, loves cars. And, you know, as you know, he always has an amazing car. And we were, we were talking as I was on the highway, and I was like, I'm going to open it up. He's like, yeah, dude, open it. And he's like, you know, um, we're seeing how fast it goes and <laughs> how fast it accelerates. So I, had, I definitely had a little fun with it. But it would, that, for me, that was the message. Have fun. It is a fun car. Yeah, so we had fun. Our truck. Um, yeah, that was fun. It was fun. And then we exchanged that for another rental that we would have you know, for the remainder of the period until we'd get our car back, whatever the deal was. So yeah, we're still in the uncertainty. This is so, so understand we're still in uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen with the car. There's no assessment. We don't, um, we don't know uh, when, what timeline is, what timeline we're working with. We don't know if we need to look for a new car or not. Uh, so this is all happening during the week. But we're keep, keeping momentum going yep. in the direction that what we want, which now you've got me on board. I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to get on board with that. Like, let's get a, let's manifest a white new car. Okay, great. So my thought, my mindset shifted, right? Which is the beauty of meditation. We get to train our focus to be like, oh no, focus, let's go over here now. So I shifted my focus over and uh, realized that the car was going to be totaled and, or a total loss and started just supporting you and you having fun because me having fun is about watching you have fun. Yeah. I was having fun. I was having fun just watching this. Yeah. Watching, watching it, watching it come together. It's super cool when you can, when you can see it, watch the movie. Like you're in the movie, but watch the movie. Yeah. Be in the audience. Yeah. 
watch when you're in the movie. Watch when you're an actor and be like, oh, I don't want to be an actor. I want to be the producer. Behind the camera. Yeah, you want to be producing it. Yeah. You want to be co-creator. Yeah. And by, by the way, this is this could be a movie this whole like week that we just put together. It's, yeah. It's really cool. So... Uh, so we started looking for cars. We, I think we were online Thursday at least. Started looking at white cars. Like, what's available? Like, what do we what do we want? Like, what what is it about the next car we want that we want um, that we're seeking? And I think we both agreed we wanted a little bit more space um, after living so confinedly in that in that small vehicle, um, and something that just wasn't overcomplicated, right? Really simple, basic. I think you were doing a lot of this research and thinking. And you just said to me like, Hey, I like the girl who, uh, the woman who lives downstairs, Jess. Um, you're like, I like the car that Jess drives. And I was like, okay, I like that too. And then I sat outside and meditated. And then I saw myself driving it and I was like, let's get that car. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, it was that easy. And I appreciate you doing all of like the thinking research legwork. Um, because then when you brought it to me, I was like, yeah, let's do that. Let's get that car, which is a Volkswagen Tiguan. Yeah. Which the Tiguan is the combination of tiger and iguana. And iguana, um, spirit animal iguana represents contentment, gratitude of what you have. And the tiger is about the courage to act and to, um, you know, to keep driving forward. So I, I was like, oh my God, Anna has this amazing spiritual meaning. So done, 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 done. Yeah. Okay, now let's go find that car. So we did. So we did. Did we test drive Friday or Friday? Friday. One car test drove it. Test drove it. There's one three miles down the block. Car Car Central. I don't know what that car strip is. We always go by it. Um, just a ton of dealerships. Um, yeah, it was we, so easy. The girl was so super easy. nice. We had a connection with her. We know her brother that came up later. He's a yogi. Like it was the guy know, who was in the that we met when we first walked in the parking lot. Oh, I had a canyon hat on. Canyon hat. He's from Germany. Just moved here four years ago. He bikes. On, he rides on a canyon bike. He's been to the shop, and it just it like all was coming together. And you could even say that this seed was planted so long ago because when we bought our Honda Fit, I was also like, ah, I'd like to drive a Volkswagen someday. Mm. Um, and we like the German engineering. And so again, like, what's your mindset around going to the dealership? What's your mindset around going to the DMV? Is it a hassle? Well, if it's a hassle, that's exactly what you're going to get. Um, when I went to the DMV here in Oceanside, like I, when we first registered our car, like it was great. It was I had an awesome lady and um besides yeah. taking the test again which was which we didn't study for yeah yeah <laughs> uh but yeah it's like what is your when you think about going to the dealership to buy a car is that a hassle know that it doesn't have to be a hassle but if you believe it to be a hassle and you're unwilling to shift that or maybe you don't believe that you can shift it which is totally fine is going to be a hassle yeah, it's going to align with whatever energy you bring in. Yeah. If you're going to the grocery store and you're like, oh my God. We it's even be liked so the busy. like we walked into the dealership and we were like, oh, we like the design in here. Yeah, it's clean. It was spacious. Yeah. <laughs> People's desks were like uh, you know, fifty feet apart. It was, it was like nice. It was like pretty up leveled. Yeah. yeah, we liked that. It just all it just, felt good. And yeah. what I think was really cool too is we just like on Friday we went, we test drove it. Um, we were like, okay, let's get that car. 
We still don't have an estimate. We still don't even know if our other car is going to be an option. And yeah. we, our car, our bashed in car is still sitting out front with no word for, from the insurance company. And we're like, we just keep moving forward with what we want. But I think one of the greatest things, and this is key with manifestation, you guys is like, walk, like get it, lock it in, walk away. So we moved into our weekend um, knowing that the car rental was expiring, knowing that we still hadn't gotten the estimate, knowing that the car still wasn't towed and we weren't, we didn't know when it was going to get towed. And we moved into our weekend and we trained and meditated and did some yoga and had this amazing team workout on Sunday. And we just lived our life in trust. So you got, when you're manifesting something, remember you're a co-creator. So get yourself squared away on what you want. Get clear, get focused, get the vision, meditate, do all that, and then get the heck out of the way because the universe then organizes it on your behalf, which is exactly what happened. And I was like, it's all going to come together Monday. I knew it was all going to come together Monday. So, um, so yeah, so Friday night. Well, we'll talk about the car, the car being towed. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. So this is, this is so... Um, beautifully orchestrated too, because as we, you're going back with the insurance agency, they have to set up the, the tow truck to come and pick it up. And, and I guess there's this whole big thing right now. It's really super, like it's a busy field. People's cars are totaled and the, the tow trucks have to pick them up. I think it's very common, like more common than ever right now. I don't know why, but that's the energy but we I got think from people the are agents. Stressed. Yeah. Well, that's what you and I were yeah. chatting about, but you know, I think I went for a run and I took my phone because I wasn't sure if the tow truck was going to come, but I still wanted to get my workout in. These are all the things that you just stay in flow, right? And I got back and the, the call came in and they said, well, we're not going to be able to pick it up till uh, Friday. So I was like, that's no problem. No, Saturday. This or was Saturday. Friday night. Oh, but no, but first it was Friday. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, Friday sometime. And then he called me and said, well, the guy got into an accident. He won't be able to pick it up today. We're gonna pick it up tomorrow. Is is Saturday, you know, afternoon work well for you? Great. Um, so that was an opportunity to be like, wait, you know, you halted up my day. Like I was, I was expecting it to be Friday, and now you're saying it's Saturday. But you just kept going with your. But life. I just kept going with it. Workout so after workout. So there was workout, no halt. There was no yeah. halt. And then uh, that was all set up. And then Friday night, we're in here in our apartment, just sitting having dinner, and I hear like a tow truck pull up out front. It just sounded like a tow truck and it was there for like 10 or 15 minutes. I'm like, there's a tow truck outside. It's already got a car on it. So is this for us? Is this for someone else? And I just kept looking out there and I came back to you and I was like, should I go out? Should I go out and talk to them? Or like, is that for us? And you're like, I don't know. Like they're supposed to come tomorrow. So after a while, I just went downstairs. I'm like, I got to go check this out. Like, how how coincidental is that that we're expecting a tow truck to come tomorrow and there's one here tonight. So about eight o'clock on Friday night, I go out and talk to these guys. One guy's in an arm sling and the other guy, you know, it's pretty quiet. And I'm like, are you guys here to pick up the Honda? He's like, oh yeah, Honda. Um, Honda Fit 2015. I was like, okay, well, that's our car. Do you, are you picking it up now? Because it was supposed <laughs> to come tomorrow and it's eight o'clock on Friday night. Are you just going to take our car away? <laughs> With no plates. I'm giving you the key and, and we don't have a value for it yet. We don't even know if it's going to be total. total. Right. We don't, we and I no love idea. it. We're just handing our car over. I'm like, okay, Love those go, moments. Guys. I love those moments. 
Uh, I actually offered to pull the car out of the space because his arm was in a sling, but he was like, no, I've got it. I was like, it's a five speed. He's like, no problem. I was like, all right, hands off. So see, you can even see like I was trying to help the situation, but yeah, that was trust. Uh, but it didn't come into my mind at all. What did come into my mind is what others would have perceived in this situation. Like the energy of like the strangers coming to take my car and I don't know where it's going and, I, and it's a Friday night and they're supposed to come a day later. So are these even the guys that are supposed to take my car? Is this a whole operation of <laughs> tow trucks listening in on other tow truck calls and showing up and like, it's so crazy. <laughs> um, that's an interesting it's an thing interesting to entertain. Thing, yeah. yeah, no, I didn't think that. Yeah. I loved it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to still have fun with this. This is so fun. So talk, We're handing over our car. Talk about fun. Did you, were you having fun? Because once they started to raise the car onto the or the back of the tow truck, you were having some. You were going through. You were going through some feelings. Yeah. Uh, so I was looking out the little side window at these guys loading up the car and started to feel some emotion come up. And I was like, "Oh, this is so good! Like, thank you." That was the first thing I said. Like, thank you, thank you for this experience. Because I'm able to, it's unlocking something within me and something's moving. I knew it wasn't the car. And then I had a thought of like, we had an adventure of a lifetime in that car. And then it was like, oh, this is so good. This is another level of letting go, let it go. And then it became something else. And it became a second, not a second, probably the hundredth layer of letting go of our friend Mary. And she came into my awareness and I was just like, I was thanking her and I was thanking the young man that drove into us. And I was thanking and blessing the men that were towing the car away. And I was thanking and blessing the people at Progressive Insurance. And I was thanking and blessing the guy whose insurance policy was paying for all of this because the guy who was driving the car, it wasn't his car, it was his boyfriend's car. And I was just like, took this whole collective of people and just in my mind, like held them in light as I held myself in light and let some tears go. And I just knew it was this layer of letting go. And so maybe it was the car, maybe it was a little bit of Mary, maybe it was letting go of something else that happened in my life a long time ago or whatever it was. It was just having an experience of letting go. And um, so letting go is about allowing the emotions to come. So when we say like, oh, I could never do, I could never let go of that, or I could never let go of my metal, or I could never let them tow my car, I could never, I can never let go of this person who's not here anymore on this earth. We're, (laughs) we're not letting ourselves let go. We're not, we're, we're harboring emotion, which festers. And so it's relaxing into those moments and knowing that the feelings are very real. And it's interesting because we talked about this in our last O show about like letting emotion move, but not getting attached or identified with the stories that are coming in about it. It wasn't the car. It wasn't like, oh, I know it's a car, but I also know that it's energy. That car is energy. And we shared a lot of wonderful energy in that car. And we've always had a great appreciation for our cars. And every time we pull in from a long road trip, which you do a lot of those, I always like put my hands on the dashboard and I just say, thank you. Thank you. 
so grateful that we, you know, all those miles that we traveled, thank you. And it's just this practice of gratitude. So feeling emotion and being like, thank you. Thank you to our friend who's no longer on this earth. Thank you to the guys who are towing the car on a Friday night with a broken arm. Thank you. Like, and seeing this community of people that are around this experience and that all of it served as a catalyst for for something that was in me that needed to move. So I let it clear and then then I was fine. But being gentle with yourself and not being like, oh, well, you shouldn't be like, no, what? No, just have the experience of letting that emotion move. So I really appreciated that part of it. And I wouldn't say, it's not like, like you said, you know, was it fun? It's not, it's just a different experience. It was gratitude though. Like so grateful that I get these experiences in life that show me what's activated still, um, that show me what needs to move. And then having that 10,000 foot view to remember like, Oh yeah, it's on the move. Emotion is just energy in motion. But what we do is we grab onto it and we trap it and we say, no, I'm not going to let go of it. I'm not doing it. And then it just, whew, we get constricted and it builds and we get suppression and it creates a lot of stress in our That's life. Suffering. Yeah. So I think attachment causes a lot of suffering. It was a surprising experience, but I really appreciated the experience and it felt good. Felt good to have some tears. Yeah. Well, I didn't think about the car and the adventure until that moment when you were having a reaction. You know, where you're, you were. Let's f- talk about your reaction and my reaction because I think you were actually having probably yeah, it was, a tough time. It was disruptive for me. It was, um, you know, I, I was going through the the boxes, ticking the boxes. Like, okay, this is what we do with the car. It gets towed and then we do this. And, but I didn't think about the, I, I guess I didn't bring into my awareness the the trip and the memories, right? The attachment, talk about attachment to like what we did in that car. And I started to second guess, like, is this what we're supposed to be doing? Should we do everything possible to try and fix the car? Because it ha- has had a, a a big part in our lives, and so with your with your experience, you know, with the tears and and working through the emotions, it brought up in me like, is this the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? You know, I started to have doubt about what was happening. I don't know. Am I doing it right? Are these guys like who are these guys? Um, Jess is obviously showing some some feelings towards it is, I don't know if this is the right thing. And so I was working through it, that all on my own, like trying to, trying to come to terms with, um, with what my responsibility was in this, um, partnership with the car. Like what was my job in it all? And I think this piggybacked a little, a bit on the news that we had Friday about Oh yeah, there's that whole other layer. Friday morning, which you you had just randomly, like not randomly, but randomly, but randomly looked on social media up for one of these members of our um, uh, community at one point, and um, you had found that her partner had posted that she had passed, and then we started to go down, or you did, I did too, how it all unfolded, like how this happened, and you know that 
anybody in our community we have a connection with. Um, and so we had just, talked to this person on the phone. Yeah. We had I had been in touch with this person two days before. Um, she was an amazing adventurer. And um, what happened was she went missing in the Pyrenees. And they deemed it an accident that she um, that she fell. She had an accident, and that was uh, was the catalyst for her transition from the earth. But what kind of hit me from the human standpoint of like, whoa, is that we were having a pretty deep exchange just a day or two before she went missing, which was last November. Right. So we didn't know, and that was it. Like and we didn't I, know anything I didn't between. hear anything until last you know, whatever, whenever Friday. this is going to, let's say just a couple of weeks ago when you guys are hearing this, like, whoa. And then looking at the date of her disappearance and then looking at the, you know, and just making that, having that like, whoa, we were having a very deep exchange about something um, spiritually um, just while she was actually on this track um, that you know she didn't return from, and then just feeling like the oh my god, yeah. like the, talk about the letting go and the loss of like her partner and her mom, who we knew was her like her best friend, um, and her partner, of course, a very longtime partner. That um, for so long there was like a manhunt, like they and they didn't find her, and then the weather came in and they had to abandon it, and um, basically that they you know she was. The site of where she left the earth and her remains were found just this past August. So it was this very dramatic story that came to light on that Friday too. So that was also a part of the, I think, the, the letting, car, go. letting go. <laughs> oh, God, it was like, <laughs> but if you can see this from the gorgeous perspective of an expanded mind, that this sweet young man who drove into the side of our car. And everything that unfolded in the week and being able to have fun and being able to be in trust as just a natural alignment of who we, who I am now. And then the massive news of this trauma and then towing our car away in the darkness of a Friday night, which is being like, should we take the plates? What a beautiful uh, experience in how... Life loves us, loves me, and gave me all these experiences that I could move this emotion and come out wiser and uh, and more pure and less heavy in the in the end. Really beautiful, and get what I want, which is this super sweet yeah. car. If I learned anything or solidified anything, it's trust. Uh, there's just more trust. Yeah, like you got a like whole trust huge system working for you. That that like it's all happening for us. It's all happening for you. And it's okay. And when you can release attachment to how it actually has to unfold, then then you release a lot of the suffering because there's plenty of energy as we're showing, or at least I'm conveying in the, in having the awareness and presence in the experience happening in itself. So to not get too far ahead and too far back and into your belief systems, you have enough to work through right in that moment. Well, and that's the only, 
So if you want more trust or you're like, yeah, like I think going to the DMV is a real pain in the butt. I want to shift that. Can I shift that? Well, go to the DMV. Go there. Yeah, don't like, read a book about how to be more <laughs> go to the DMV. calm in the DMV. Like, go there. Because that's the only time. <laughs> or do it in your meditation. Visualize yourself going to the DMV. Let that hassle energy come up and work with it there. Work with it in your meditation. Work with it in your journaling. Work it out, you know, or go to the DMV. Like, you might get it, actually get an opportunity to go to the DMV. Go there and watch yourself move through it. Watch what's activated. Watch what's coming up because that's the only time you can change it. And so for us, you know, last night we drove home with a brand new 2021 Volkswagen Tiguan, beautiful car, so grateful, gorgeous automobile. And five years ago, we had nine credit cards. We had nine credit cards and we were taking lines of credit to pay our rent and to put pay our for our groceries and pursue this dream of yogi triathlete which we had no we were like we got no other choice like there was such a deep knowing that we had to keep going and here we are 5 years later now and I didn't know like I didn't know what our credit was going to look like I didn't know I just know that I have learned how to play the game and I have learned about an abundance mindset and when we were putting rent and groceries on the credit card we were doing it in gratitude and not in fear. Like it was such an incredible opportunity. It was the DMV opportunity times 1 million. And to see last night, like they were like, oh, your credit is perfect. Like we both had like an 810 score or something like that because of I've paid it down. I've, you know, I've done everything. Like we've paid off all those nine credit cards in, the, in this time and, and doing it with gratitude and doing it with skill. You guys, we got to have skill too. Like you want to be skillful at playing this game of life because it's always going to throw you a hand and you don't know what hand it's going to throw you. It could throw you a, a royal flush. Is that a hand? I don't know. Like it could throw you the best hand ever. Or it could throw you the one where you're like, oh my God, I got to push all my chips. I put everything into this. I got to push it all to the other side of the table. And, it, and to use words of Sally McRae in a recent podcast, tuning yourself to be in similar form, no matter what hand you're being dealt, that's the mastery. And so this past week has just been yeah. amazing. The Yeah. The DMV is just one. It could be your your A opportunity, but it could be but, your A race. But take away what it what it is in that challenge with the DMV that you can see in other things in your life that you can begin to work. So it's not like I just have to keep going to the DMV until I become comfortable. What is it about the DMV, and what are the other things in your life? Uh, you know, stopping at a traffic light. Um, somebody's taken, you know, 20 items into the quick checkout lane versus the 15. Like what, what, what is the thing that incite? I saw that the other day. What is it that incite? Was it activated within you? No, but the person behind them, you could definitely oh. see. She was like counting. <laughs> um, this is that Sprouts. Yeah. But, but Oh, and Sprouts is such a hot spot for that because Sprouts always has super long always lines. Always long lines. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, this particular location, <laughs> yes. I don't want to. We're not poo pooing sprouts. Sprouts. Love sprouts. We love sprouts. But what is it in your life <laughs> that you can find experiences every single day? This is the warrior path showing up every day. It's not like when I go to the DMV next time I buy a car in 10 years, I'll have a better experience. 
No. What can you do today that's challenging you that you can actually embrace and and wrap your arms around so that you begin to change this relationship with every resistance and belief system that you've created around that, let's call it stimulus. Doesn't DMV, swimming in the ocean, uh, buying a new car, it doesn't matter. It's like, what is that unknown or uh, unfamiliarity that you have and how can you work through it so that you can get to the other side so that nothing shakes your boat. Nothing rattles it. Nothing. You just keep hitting. And I think that's what this experience, these experiences that we had this whole week, because it just wasn't one. People listening to this, like, when are they going to get to the, when are they going to get to the 15th thing that happened on this week? What else happened this week? But there was a lot. We thought Clark was dying last night in the middle of the night. (laughs) I know we got to probably wrap this up, but the so we so Saturday I went for that ride, long ride, and kind of cleared my head. You had a little bit of a heavy heart, yeah, I had a big over this Yogi Triathlete community friend. We should say friend. This well, I think I made the connection that it was like that was in November. So that happened, and then my mom, and then Mary, and it was like this. I put the connection together in a two month span of like, oh wow, like traumatic experiences happened all at once. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. And then I was feeling like all the emotion well up. I think I was driving to to go to the, the the bike ride on Saturday and I texted you and I was just like, oh, it's so heavy. So I needed to be in the energy of adventure. And so, yeah, I, I felt as challenging as this ride was on Saturday, I needed to be a part of it. Well, it was all. It was and, also, and also, <laughs> it was actually also, also extra extra challenging my, because the my route, training wife, uh, my training wife, Brittany, she was my training wife for a very yeah, short period was. of time. But she, um, we were going on the same route that she had, you know, had a tumble of five months ago on <laughs> tumble. That's a gentle way to say it. Yeah, well, I don't want to make it dramatic, but well, it, she, was it was traumatic. pretty traumatic. You know, she, you just, saw it. Yeah, her shoulder just dislocated um it was a it was a traumatic bike bike opportunity bike experience and so we were going on the same route and this was the first time <laughs> back and so you know i wanted to be there i would just felt like i needed to be there um and she was fine i mean it wasn't so much for her although, but it was just this other like added beautiful added layer for you to to work through yes so again you know Riding the same route where before there was an accident, buying a new car, getting into a car accident, <laughs> uh, having trust that someone pulling away your car that you're gonna have the that you're gonna have the money to to pay for it, and like in your uh, a person in your community passing away, like there's countless examples of of challenges um, throughout the day, and if you're awake to them, you can really begin to seriously honestly, deeply grow in your life and change. Hmm. So yeah, and then Clark last night, Sunday night, we drive home with the new car, we get home. It's It's like you drive home in the new car, you're like, okay, it's all good. Right. Well, it was thundering and lightning out where this crazy storm was going on. Yeah, we had an insane storm last night. Which we never get. Right. Okay, so we're driving home, go ahead. No, we drive home, I'm driving (laughs) home this brand new beautiful car with like these huge bolts of lightning and thinking like, oh my God, the girl like literally just got the car washed for us and stuff. And now there's just going to be like, you know, palm tree husks like bashing up against it because it was high winds. And it was a storm that we went like all night long. 
And then in the middle of the night, I wake up to BJ, um, which thank God you're a lighter sleeper than me. Um, BJ going, buddy, are you okay? And Clark is making this horrific noise. <laughs> like he's not even breathing. And I'm like trying to feel his lungs. I'm like, he's not breathing. And I'm just like in this moment, like breathing and in, and, 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 um, memories of, of being with other dogs that were, you know, making their transition, like coming up and just in my mind, two things in my mind, one was like, okay, I surrender. I surrender. It was a horrible noise. It was like, he couldn't breathe. It was like, he couldn't breathe. And then the other one was like, I'll bring the car back. Like, just let him be okay. So I had that. And then I was saying to you, like, I don't think he's breathing. And you're like, he's breathing. And, um, and then he did these like couple really big sneezes and then BJ stuck his entire arm down his mouth and then he seemed to be okay. Well, we took him outside. Yeah. And then we're like walking in the rain at like midnight. <laughs> I don't even know what was going on. Seeing white cars and on the street. <laughs> so, oh, and just being grateful, like, okay, like be grateful for every moment that you get on this earth and for the people around you and, and watch Watch when, when you're short with your tolerance of others. Um, because like we just said in our, our uh, SmackDown that we just launched this week, like, you know, people that are challenging in this life, like they're doing the same thing we are. We're just all trying to feel good. And so let's honor that. Let's be kind. Um, if there's one legacy that this beautiful woman who um, we just spoke of who um, lost her life in the Pyrenees, like... Anytime we'd get off the phone with her or we'd, we'd re read an email from her, we were always like, oh, my God, she's such a love. This was one of the kindest, most gentle souls um, that I've come across in this earth. And so um, when people leave this earth, it's like, what, what do you remember about them? What was their legacy? And so that for this woman, it was kindness. She was so kind and generous with her heart. And um, like maybe even right now or after that you finish listening to this podcast, like you might get an opportunity to just be a little bit kinder today or a little bit more gentle with yourself or somebody in your field, family, or somebody you don't even know. And it's in that experience and it's only in that experience that you can actually be kinder and more gentle. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. Well, wrapping... Wrapping it all around because, you know, it's a circle, the circle of life, like this whole experience that, we, let's go back to where we started the story back in Malibu and being in community and coming right back around to yesterday when we had our group together here, um, our local training uh, group, and we, we got together and we jumped in the ocean it was like one of the most and magical mornings the of our life. Lighting was perfect. The energy was perfect. The waves were just enough. The calm was just enough. The water temperature was just perfect. And um, Chris, um, if you guys don't follow CJ Media, check check out his YouTube channel. He did a video on on our training day, and it really captures, I I believe, what we have done. Um and started five years ago to what we have manifested to, um, I think a 15 minute video <laughs> that he can, that he put together that shows the importance of community and, and having hmm. a support system. And 
at the very essence, he talks about joy, just like having fun and joy in what you're doing. And you can just feel the energy of the group that is just like, you, you arrive and it's just like, ah, oh, I can be me, right? I can be everything that I know I am without any guard or protection. Like I can, I can be me. And so I think he really captures that in, in the video and it leads us or leads me to, to just share if, if you want like part to be part of the community, reach out to us. And if you want to come see us, like we have a training camp in January to, you can be here and be in this energy for five days and go swim in the ocean and just hang out and do some yoga and have a conversation. And um, just like we did with the car, don't think too much about it. But if you feel that hit on your, like if you feel that connection inside, like this is something you're, you're feeling, this is something that's pulling you, you you've got to act on it. You owe it to yourself, your higher good, for the higher growth of you as a human being on this planet, like reach out and, and, and connect with us. Um, and camp is just one, is just one facet of that. There's many ways to do it. But we're building a community, and I, if I, I love that the show is called Open and Honest because we're we're nothing less than open and honest um, in how we speak and what we deliver and what we share, and so that can be available to you um, as well, and can be a part of your life too. So if you feel compelled, come on out. I think I think I'm really touched by what happened on Sunday yesterday, and I want more of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's January 13th to the 17th here in Carlsbad. And um, you can get that through our link tree on our Instagram, yogitriathlete.com. Um, but yeah, you can come and you can just be you because we love you so much because you're you. Mm-hmm.